On today's episode, we are introducing our one and only Crystal P, the beauty MP. We're really diving into balancing family, being a mompreneur, and also being a nurse. Crystal really shares her journey and some of her challenges with figuring out how to balance it all or even if that's something that's even possible. Let's go ahead and explore that on this episode. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. Hey, 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 welcome to the Nurse Boss Shift. It's your girl, Dr. Kiana Jones. And today is a special day (laughs) because I get to interview the lovely, the talented, (laughs) the amazing mom nursepreneur, yes, Crystal Parker. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Uh, So, Crystal, I'm excited because today we are going to discuss your journey, but we're putting a spin on it that a lot of people may use as a reason not to start into entrepreneurship, which actually you use that as fuel to really push yourself into entrepreneurship as a nurse. Yes. And that is family. Yes. Um, Crystal is a nurse practitioner. She is a mother of two under two. She mm-hmm. actually got the bug, made the shift while she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Crystal, with your first baby? Yep. Pregnant with her first baby. And it has been go mode ever since. So hello, Crystal. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So we're going to dive into this because what we find is that a lot of nurses are saying things like, you know, I'm going to wait until my baby, you know, goes off to college and then I can start, you know, living life the way I want to. And then I'll, you know, be able to, you know, start that business or take some time and invest in me. And you didn't do that. So what we're going to talk about, or one of the topics I want to talk to you about is how to kind of balance, or if there even is a such thing as balance between, you know, family, entrepreneurship, work, kids, keeping your glow, you know, all that (laughs) stuff. (laughs) And then I want to talk to you about like the feelings of being a mom and also having the obligations to fulfill as an entrepreneur. And we will also discuss your motivation. Yeah. So let's go ahead and start with the balance thing. Like, is it really a balance? I mean, I, I know I'm an entrepreneur, but you got two under two and you're married. So is there a such yeah. thing as balance? Because you still have a per diem job. You mm-hmm. still, you're an entrepreneur and then you have your home life. So how does yes. that, how does that work? Well, first I had to learn very quickly that there is no such thing as balance. Um, a friend once mm-hmm. told me who is the same. She has had two kids and she was, she's an entrepreneur. And she told me, 
you know, when my home life is good, then my business suffers. And when my business life is good, then my home life suffers. And that has always stuck with me because I find that to be true in my life. Um, there's never a such thing as balance. And um, how I learned to balance it all, because I didn't just end up here. It took a lot of work, um, but was really through mm-hmm. therapy. Um, I first... So my first business dealt around self-care and and really promoting self-care with nurses. So I knew that I had to practice what I preached. And I always preached like having a therapist and finding someone to talk to. So after my first baby, um, COVID hit three months after. So right when I felt like I can get out and enjoy my maternity leave, we were stuck in the house. Um, and then shortly after COVID hit um, that summer was uh, the whole George Floyd incident. And I just felt like I was really struggling. So I'm like, you know what, let me find a therapist to talk to. Not that I felt, and I always say, quote unquote, like I had real problems. Like I didn't have, um, you know, a traumatic experience to talk about, but I just felt like I needed to just let me try out talking to a therapist. Um, So I found that a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff we talked about was um, the what do they call it? The like superhero complex. Is that what it's called? Super, superwoman complex, Mm. um, trying to balance everything. Mm. And a lot had to do because I got married and had kids all within like two years. So it was a big shift for me. Um, before I was single, I was a nurse. I had my own Mm. house. I was doing my thing and quickly went into married life and having kids. And I really, my therapist really helped me realize that I was holding myself accountable to the single me and I could no longer do that. So once we worked through that, that was like a big mindset shift for me because I was still getting upset that I had all these million things that I wanted to do, but my house wasn't spick and span anymore. Um, There was stuff all over the place. I couldn't cook dinner like I wanted and she was just like, you know what? You are holding yourself accountable to the old you, the old you who had our, you know, and then I was like, I can't find time to work on my business. She's like, well, you don't have all the time in the world like you used to. Um, You can't expect your house to be clean. You don't have to cook dinner every day. And once I felt that relief, it was just, it was just life-changing really. Um, So I have come to notice, or I have come to know that there is no such thing as balance. And I'm much better about it now. If the kitchen isn't clean, I don't stress over it anymore like I used to. If stuff doesn't get done, I don't trip about it. Um, Sometimes I get in my modes where it comes back and I have to to remind myself. But uh, once you let go of what you think it should be. I'm a wife. I should be doing laundry and cleaning and cooking and all the Mm. traditional roles. Once you let go of that, especially if you have other things going on, like trying to build a business and trying to do things for yourself. Once you Mm. let that go and realize that everything won't be balanced, then, um, it's like a new life. So yes. Yeah. There is no such thing as balance. Yeah. (laughs) And Right, right. There's no such thing as balance. But did you decide, okay, so you you were married and then you started to you started your family and then and then you started your business or what what do you remember what made you what how how what made you decide to take on some, something else to add to your plate when you had just 
made a new plate. <laughs> yeah, well, that is me. Um, what does my friend say? Enough is never enough for me. <laughs> I always have to have, uh, and that, and I think that stems from my mom. She always, she's a nurse too, and she just always had something going on. Um, but no, mm-hmm. I actually started my first business kind of came out of, um, when I was burnt out at bedside, I had just got married. I had a month off for my honeymoon and I had time to actually sit and think and reflect what I wanted out of life. So I started my first business, which was a products business. Um, and then COVID hit. So it wasn't really, uh, I couldn't really do what I wanted to do with that business. I wanted to go out to nursing conventions and be out meeting people and talking to people. And then, um, with COVID it shifted to me having to be more social and, um, online and do lives and kind of promote my brand that way. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was still in the, Mm -hmm. I was very in the infancy phase of my business. So I was dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome, a lot of what are people going to think a lot of, um, just, just thinking of how people would judge me, you know, my hair is not done. I just had a baby, so I'm not the weight I want to be. And Mm -hmm. just dealing with all that was my first business, um, which I won't ever say Mm -hmm. was, um, a loss. I definitely learned a lot of lessons out of there. Um, but when I got pregnant, when I was getting ready to have my first baby, I graduated from NP school, uh, one month before she was born. Um, and then one month after she was born, I started my IV hydration business, which was just before the pandemic hit. Um, so I knew I wanted to start that business and, and yeah, it was just at that point, And especially with COVID happening, that made me know even more that I had to get away from bedside, um, because I was mm-hmm. so, so scared to go back to work, especially having, um, almost eight months off with my baby and then having to go into a hospital with COVID where I was so scared that I was going to catch it and bring it home to her. And I, I remember crying mm-hmm. after my first couple of shifts because, you know, I used to kiss all on her and I'm like, no, I can't kiss on her because I'm going to give her COVID. Um, so that, that, <laughs> pushed me even further into entrepreneurship, knowing that I did not want to be. And then mm-hmm. the the idea, I finally got it hearing mom say they barely see their kids when they go to work. So when I leave for work, she sleep. And then mm-hmm. literally she, I had her sleep trained. Mm-hmm. Um, so she went to bed at eight. Mm-hmm. So I get home at seven 30 and by eight o'clock, she was already going to sleep. And that just broke my heart after mm-hmm. spending the first eight months mm-hmm. with her every day. Um, so that actually pushed me more into knowing that I wanted to be an entrepreneur because I know I knew that I wanted to be able to spend more time with my family and with my, my child at the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so you dive into entrepreneurship and you, um, get pregnant again. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I got pregnant again. Nine months later. How soon after? How soon after? Um, nine, I think it was like nine and a half months I got pregnant again. And okay. I always say that I kept having to have babies to keep me out of the COVID streets. Um, because <laughs> I learned about that light duty. If many of y'all nurses know, um, I was working in the ER. So as the second I became pregnant, I asked for light duty and I got up out of there. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I kind of escaped a lot of COVID. I still dealt with it, but, um, Cause I went back to work. I stretched my maternity leave to eight months and then I literally worked for three months and got pregnant again and went on light duty. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did get pregnant right yeah. after and had a second baby. Right. Right. 
So, okay. So now, okay, fine. We we're, we've already explored, you know, with your first baby, then you have your second one. But a lot of times people don't really realize, and I know I definitely didn't. So we go into entrepreneurship. We do want that freedom. We want that time freedom. We want the time with our families, with our kids, but people don't talk about the building phase. (laughs) So now you're like, okay, I, you know, baby sleep at eight, I get home at seven 30 and then, you know, but you still had some days off, but now you go from working three twelves to like all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you have to be in rooms, you're networking, you're doing all that. So did you, how did the feeling of adequacy as a mom and how did Mm -hmm. you deal with that? Because I know that's something that it doesn't, it's not a nurse thing, right? It's just a woman thing. Right. And especially women entrepreneurs. So did you ever have those feelings? And if you did, how did you deal with them or how do you deal with them? Yeah, so baby number one was much easier because it was just her. Um, Especially maternity leave, I was able to get so much done and the ideas were flowing and I was able to do a lot. But when the second baby comes, (laughs) it's like when baby number two is asleep, baby number one wakes up. So it was a lot harder um, to do that. But I will say I did have a village Um, my husband helped tremendously. He's always been supportive of my goals and let me kind of do my thing. Um, and then my mom also, uh, my parents have been very supportive to, um, and really my mom pushed me because I definitely had those, you know, ideas of, of, of leaving them and feeling like, um, you know, even my husband taking more of like the parental role at those times when I had to go and network and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he would say little mm-hmm. things like, um, well, I know what she wants. And I'd be like, well, you know what she wants because you take care of her more, you know? And then I started like, what are you talking about? But I, then I started projecting that because then I started feeling yeah. like, well, he's with her more and I don't even know my kid, mm-hmm. but you know, just having same thing, support in a village to be able to talk you through that, um, yeah. you know, reminding me that they're small now, what, what my end goal is. My end goal is for when they get older, that I can be there with them and have these experiences with them. Um, so that really helped me get through, but I definitely had the mom guilt, um, you know, leaving them for the first time. I think I left them the first time with you to go to, um, an event that we went, a networking event that we went to in Dallas. Um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, the first time was really hard, but then each time got easier after, Mm -hmm. after that. But, um, I definitely tried to just make sure that I have quality time with them when I'm with them. And then now just trying to structure my schedule more to where I have, um, dedicated work hours. And then when I'm home, I'm home with them you know, at least until they go to bed and then I can do, you know, whatever it is Mm -hmm. I need to do, but just kind of, um, adapting my schedule. And then I've realized, um, more recently that I need more structure, same as like reminding myself, I'm not the old single me. I need, you know, they, they have to get bathed by this time because having structure allows me to get all the things done that I need to do versus just kind of flying Mm. by the seat of my pants and letting the day, uh, cause a lot of times I would let the day take over me versus me taking over my day. So I've been learning recently to kind of structure uh, my time. But I think those are things you learn and grow as being a mom and an entrepreneur, just trying to get everything done that you need to get done in a day. So looking back, 
was there, you know, is and, and if there are women who, which there are women nurses, especially who are listening, who are moms and thinking about it, what's something that they could do that will help or could support them and not feeling like, you know, they have to be the end all and everything and they can't even go and pursue their dreams because they have to first, you know, let the kids graduate college or high school <laughs> or whatever. What, what? What what advice would you give to them, especially from a mom having, you know, young babies right now? Um, I would say just remembering the self-care piece and that you can't um, pour into your kids and you can't give them your best if you aren't satisfied yourself. So if you're at a job where you hate and you're angry um, every time you come home, um then that's not a that's not what you want to give your kids either. That's not a life that you want from them. But if you do things to make yourself happy and sacrificing a little bit, because there is that building stage before um, you know, the payoff comes. So just spending that mm-hmm. small time, which is such a small fraction when you think of it in the the larger scheme of things, just spending that that little mm-hmm. bit of time to help build and really invest into what will make you happy, what will make you happy, what mm-hmm. will ultimately make you a better parent. Um, I strongly believe mm-hmm. that because when parents are stressed out, that's when, you know, they're yelling at their kids and they're angry and no kid wants to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And it's not the kid's fault <laughs> that you are not taking the time mm-hmm. to invest in yourself and do things you need to do to make you happy. And then you're just, um, you know, putting that off on your kids. So I think that anyone who's waiting for the right time till their kids graduate, your kids need to see you being happy now. Um, Because when they go off to college, they're going to be living their own life. And then they're going to remember mom who was always unhappy and, um, you know, coming home and hated her, hated their job or whatever they were doing. So I think it's important that moms really need to invest in self-care and doing stuff for themselves and really, um, really digging deep to see what would make, what life would make you happy. Um, cause my husband knows if I'm, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I had told him like, I have to leave this ER. It is making me crazy. (laughs) So if I have to go per diem, if I have to take a PM shift, like that's what I'm going to have to do because trust me, you want me to be happy so that I can make you happy. So, um, I think that's important (laughs) to remember that we have to be happy first in order to make others happy. Yeah. And, and, and that is, that is really so true. And I think it's, it's so funny because it's not just being that we are dominated. This profession is dominated by women. So it's not just expected of us as our role as women and moms, but it's also expected for us as nurses too to yeah. always be so selfless and like never take the time to do some of the things that make us happy. And I always mm-hmm. tell people it's a it really is about quality, not quantity. If yeah. you are, yeah, you're home and but you're checked out Mm-hmm. And are you tired? Like, you know, we yeah. know that three days, you, it takes two to recover exactly. and you're tired. Is that really serving your, no. your family? You know what I'm saying? Versus you, you know, spending that time doing the things that you need to do so that you're taking the steps to build yourself and your business. And then having those times where, like you said, it's really dedicated to like quality time. Then you're focused, mm-hmm. you're present. It's just different, you know? So yeah. I, I I totally agree with that. And I think it, it's so important. All right. So let me ask you this. Okay. I remember two <laughs> years ago, 
when I met you, you were pregnant with your first baby <laughs> and you really haven't stopped at all. Like you've been <laughs> just crushing it. And we're seeing the results of that because you haven't stopped. What is your motivation? Like what? Cause you were in the ED from, for what, eight years before you started your journey, seven years before you started. So what motivates you at this point? Yeah. Um, I guess it's just the freedom now. Um, and, and really seeing the exchange of time for money. Um, my mom was a hustler. She was a nurse. I mean, she, and it just goes to show like, it's not the same as it was before. She could do like five twelves with no problem. Wake up the next day, take us somewhere. <laughs> I'm not built like that. I work three days. I am on that couch for two. Um, so <laughs> I knew that I could not su- sustain that. Um, and then I guess just seeing, you know, like we always talk about seeing people who, um, don't even have the knowledge we have, just use their gifts, um, use the knowledge that they do have and use their gifts to make money in other ways. And just the, the, the freedom that I get. Um, and then my, you know, my ultimate why that I think about it now, because yes, the money, yes, the freedom, um, but really it's for my dad and he was an entrepreneur. Um, so now my why is who he has passed away. So now my why is, um, you know, continuously continuing to make him happy. I know my mom always tells me he had millions of ideas and was always talking about his next idea, um, his next business. He was a dentist, but when we cleaned out his house, he had jewelry making stuff. He collected coins. He was with ACN, which was a networking thing. Um, he had so many investments and different ventures that he has. So I just have that fire in me. I don't, I, it comes from him, um, just to keep going. And I, I am, as you always say, I'm married to the end goal, which is helping people. Um, my passion now with coaching is just helping nurses to see the mindset, mind shift, mindset shift that I had into being in this entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. space. Um, and just seeing that I could get a a big bag and then coast, like, I love that. Um, and not having to work. I know, right. (laughs) And not having to work all those overtime shifts because I am just not built that way, especially in the ER, especially in today's, um, how nursing is today, because I always ask people I work with, like, how did you do ER from for 25, 30 years? And they're just like, baby, it's not the same ER as it used to be. Um, so I know things are different and yeah, that's what keeps my fire going is just to getting to the end goal that I see. I always envisioned when I was younger that, um, I would be successful and, and not have to worry about money. So I'm just working so I can continue that goal. And, um, to see me and my kids on vacation and to just not have to worry, not have to stress and not yeah. have to break my back working. So what I'm getting from this is um, not only is it not a reason not to start having a family, mm-hmm. it's actually the opposite. It should yeah. give you mo- more motivation to start because you have a family. Is that- yeah. And- yeah, Pretty absolutely. Accurate. And and you just have to get 
rid of, I mean, if you're anything like me, when I first got, <laughs> when I first got married, I don't even know, I, I probably was pregnant as well. I used to work 12 hour shifts, get off at seven 30, go to the store, get groceries, come home and make dinner. Why was I doing that? I don't know why, but it was, I guess it was something inside. And I remember my mom used to always say that my grandma who had 11 kids would say, when you're tired, rest, don't push yourself too much. Um, but then she was still that ultimate housewife. Like my mom was like that too, you know, cooked dinner, um, cleaned. Um, but I was not trying to be like that. So I had to let go of those things. So if you're a mom who is, thinks you don't have time. Um, and another coach of mine, I'm not a paid coach yet, or, you know, paid, paid coach yet, but Rachel Rogers always says, and I'm learning now is we have to buy back our time with our money. So, um, if that is getting a sitter for, because my kids just went to daycare recently, they luckily, my husband was able to stay home with them for, um, my oldest for two years. So, but now going to daycare, that's such a relief. Um, it relieves so much time um, that I'm able to spend into my business. So I would urge you, mothers, if you are thinking about entrepreneurship and you don't think you have time, look and see what you can outsource, um, pay someone. I told Kiana the other day, I'm getting ready to have someone like do my laundry because I just spent 40 minutes folding clothes and I don't have 40 minutes to <laughs> fold clothes when I have business to be doing. So outsourcing those things, it's okay. I have a... Um, you know, a cleaning lady that comes in every two weeks, um, whatever you have to do, an extra sitter to watch your kids, even if you're at home for a few hours to work on your business, just do what you have to do. Um, and don't stress yourself out thinking that you have to do and be everything. Yes. Oh, and on that note, listen, <laughs> that was a whole word. <laughs> yeah. And I, the takeaway is, uh, Crystal just gave you permission, like let go mm -hmm. of those societal norms that they have placed on us. Yes. You guys, times are just different. And, um, you know, I couldn't have said it any better, Crystal. So we are going to conclude with this episode. Crystal, where are you? Where can people find you? Where you hang out socially? And I'm talking about social media, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, socially, you can find me um, at the Bedside Rescuer on Instagram. I am rescuing nurses from the bedside. And also YouTube. Um, I have a lot of content and videos on YouTube. And on YouTube, I am Crystal P, the beauty NP um, on YouTube. But I have a lot of videos about entrepreneurship and just my journey. Um, I have Kiana and I have a um, coaching program where we coach nurses who want to start IV hydration businesses. So I coach on that. And then I also, also coach nurses who are in that infancy stage thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, but just don't know how to start, where to start, uh, what business you'd be good at. Um, I coach nurses on that because I feel that it was so important for me when I found my tribe and community of nurse entrepreneurs, it just blew my mind. And it just, um, that was when I was able to get the courage to know that if others could do it, then I could do it too. So that's where you can find me. Yes. Yes. Hey, nurse besties, nurse besties. Listen, I know you guys enjoyed this episode. So if you have other nurse aspiring current bosses who don't yet know about the nurse boss shift, make sure you let them know. We're not playing here. We are really showing up and we are providing you guys with some value and also giving you guys permission to make yes. the shift. Until next time, you guys take care. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.